Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download. I am Sam Highland, and my offsider is Chris Nelson, who is Kilcoy bound today. I'm going to jump in the car, Sammy, and I'm going to go out there because everyone gets stuck into me saying I haven't been to these country tracks. Well, you know what? Today I'm going to do that. I'm going to enjoy the hospitality and have a steak burger, which apparently is pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good out there. Good atmosphere. And Con Surly does, uh, and his team, they do a great job at uh, Kilcoy. So you can win today at Kilcoy. Yep. And then take all that bank to Toowoomba tonight. It's a plan. For the meeting we have at Toowoomba tonight. And it looks uh, looks a beauty tonight. I think we can uh, go into that with a bit of confidence. This week, we're going to have a chat to Naomi Hemmings, who is someone new to our show, The Darling Download. Naomi has a couple of runners tonight. She trains at Warwick. And we're going to catch up with Cyril Small, who is an absolute legend. He's a Queensland Hall of Famer, isn't he, Cyril Small? And he is. He's uh, obviously uh, most famously known for being the pilot of uh, the Vaux Rogue, one of the best horses to come out of Queensland. And, yeah, it's going to be great to have a chat to Cyril. And he has got a, he's got a nice ride at Kilcoy today. And then he heads up to up the range tonight for uh, Toowoomba. So looking forward to catching up with Cyril Small. Our tips last week, well, we were sort of a bit all over the place. Wanda Rocks took out the first race, Rowdash, who I was very keen on, ran second. Uh, the second race uh, last Sunday night went to incomparable. Manu Potguider wins at the big odds. Amber yeah. won, got the money uh, just, in, in race three. Just on yeah. that race, incomparable won and beat... A ninety-one dollar shot by point two of a length. Love Sun Semi. Oh wow! Imagine fourteen dollar the third. Fourteen dollar chance ran third. Nice trifecta. Trifecta paid sixteen thousand. Wow! Wink. Yep. The third race went to Amber One and Monty Sava. Uh, race four. I tipped this. I might have tipped this. Nailed me here. E L O H yep. or whatever. E L O. E L O. Seven dollars sixty gets the money. You were with the boss. The I was wolf with the bus. wolf boss. And yep, you were too good. So that was good. Madam Mo took out race oh. number five. Don't go there. Flying Joy was home and hosed. Wow. How did it get beat? I have no idea. How did it get beat? It, it was still... passed Madam Mo at the 400 <laughs> like Madam Mo was nailed to the ground, right? Even 100 out. 50 I... out. It was two lengths in front. How, how did it get caught? I know. Flying Joy. It was amazing. It was. Anyway, going around again tonight. So oh, you little beauty. Might make amends, might not. Only the lonely took out uh, race six and brings up a soapy bubble for Manu Potguider. And then on to the last. Then, oh, there was a sick beat in this. Wow. Breakwater, Breakwater Boy got the money for Jake Malloy. Yeah, I'm just going to say that Bo Witness is a forgive run, Sammy. And, uh, yeah, just completely wiped that run altogether. It uh, it did a bit, didn't it? Did a bit all right. It did a bit. 
did uh, plenty in the run and was no hope. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a bit of a tough watch. Uh, what about our Toowoomba horses uh, this week? They were, they're about the money, but we didn't have any winners uh, last no. Sunday at the Sunny Coast. None at the Sunny Coast last week. Uh, none during the week at uh, Doombin. But uh, look, a few place getters flying around the place. But but uh, it's okay. You can have a, a quiet week and then bounce back with a big one this week. Hopefully. And, of course, we'll get the main meeting uh, at the Gold Coast uh, today and then on to Toowoomba tonight. And ready, steady, he's a shorty, a Toowoomba-trained horse for the Sears camp in race number one. I am keen. You are taking it on. Yeah. And yeah, I just don't like the price first. And just on, on the um, Toowoomba horses, we've got the King of the Mountain coming up on New Year's Eve. Uh, locked in already, ready, steady. Oh, boom. Apache Chase. Boom. You excited? And Yellow Brick. Ah, wow. I think Yellow Brick, yeah. The Yellow Brick? Yeah, I think so. Oh, dear. Well, I I think he is an absolute jet, Mm. Yellow Brick. Uh, So we'll be looking forward to that. All right. I think so. I'll check that for next week, but I'm sure he's in the mix as well. The other two definites. Rightio. So that, the King of the Mountain really taking shape. It is, yeah, and those slots will be will be filled going forward. I'm sure Tony Golan will have one in there. There'll be some others, so not far away. It's only just over a month away. That'll be upon us in a no time, that is for sure. Okay, let's take our first break, and on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Naomi Hemmings, who is a trainer at Warwick. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. Now, Chris, you know I like to get new new players on do, the Sammy. show. I like to get new players on the show. And I see that Naomi Hemmings has got a couple of runners tonight at the uh, at Toowoomba, and I thought, let's give Naomi a ring. Now, I sent a message uh, just to see if we could get Naomi on, and she's going, oh, I think I'll be a bit nervous. I said, what? Oh, on the Darling Download? No way. <laughs> Naomi Hemmings, welcome to the Darling Download, and uh, are you nervous? <laughs> I've, I've come a bit better now. Thank you, guys. This is a very casual <laughs> show, Naomi. It's, uh, you know, there's no egos here, nothing like that. No need to be nervous. No need to be nervous at all. No at need all. to be nervous. But we like to we like to get people on that we haven't had on before on the show. And Naomi Hemmings, uh, what is your backstory? Or what is your story and how did you get involved in horse racing? Well, well. Years and years ago in South Australia, trying to get out of high school, <laughs> um, I went through the yellow pages and found a few people that looked like they had something to do with horses and, and ended up getting a job in a racing stable. So that was the start. Which one? Uh, Rewberries at Two Wells. I don't know whether they're still training or not. Two Wells. Wow, we. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. No, I haven't heard of that either. So it's Western Baller. Okay, so okay. So you're South Australian, born and bred. Yes, yes I, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't. 
can't deny it, but don't hold it against me. <laughs> Naomi, I'm from South Australia, so I was born in. I was born. In, so that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's worse places to be born than South Australia. I'm sitting opposite a Victorian here. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, 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 we're a real mixed bag of lollies here. <laughs> so, so when did you make the move from uh, South Australia to Queensland? Ah, uh, 95, I think. I came up um, and actually went to Hidman Cattle Stations out west um, and then gradually moved further, further east until I've ended up at, at Warwick. And so did you always have uh, – did, were you always involved in horse racing when, 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 you, uh, when you made the move? Um, on and off. I, John Ferguson was the manager out at Durham Downs where I worked up there and he had race horses, so I continued riding track work for him and um, made a move to another Kidman place and that's where I got my licence. I couldn't tell you when that was. Um, and then when I've come in further east – and got closer to Warwick, there was the shortage of track work riders. Um, and at that time, we weren't allowed to ride for other trainers, so I gave my trainer's licence up, and I yeah, didn't have it for 12 or so years. And they've changed the rules, so now I've got it back again, so that's good. Wow. So, uh, obviously, uh, having being able to, to ride work is, is a big bonus. And as you say, like, I mean, well, nowadays, uh, they're worth their weight in gold, uh, track riders, because it's... It's really hard to 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 get you know good good track riders to to come and work your horses in the morning, and I think that's why, um, especially with those bigger stables, um, I know down home, you know, using treadmills has become a, a big part of training horses, and uh, obviously to change it up for the horse, but also because of the lack of track riders. I mean, once upon a time, uh, you know, you could I I know. Um, uh, you know, when we, when my dad started training and, and you know, you, you'd saddle up, you know, you'd be going to the track with 30 or 40 horses in work and, and you had track riders just everywhere, you know. But nowadays it's not the case, is it? And, and I would imagine that it gets even harder when you, when you get to these um, country tracks, especially up here in Queensland. Well, Warwick has definitely struggled for years um, and that's, that's what sort of prompted the, me to give up my licence back then. Um, we're really lucky now. There's a young lady, Lauren Bright, who has decided that she wants to do it and she's a, quite a good rider and just had to transition from barrel racing into riding in the exercise pad. Um, she seems to be in around and can get on quite a few horses here now. So that's, that's the first time that's really happened here for nearly 20 years. Um, so that's that's been a big help to a lot of the trainers around here now. So, and how many horses? Take... How many horses get trained uh, out of Warwick? Oh, there, there's actually quite a few. I think there's about 28 trainers here. Yeah. Um, so you have a couple of trainers have only got one or two horses, and right up to, to myself and my husband, and um, a couple of the other trainers have got sort of eight, nine, ten horses in work. So it builds up a lot of. A number of the trainers here ride their own horses, of course, because out of necessity they've they've started to do that. But um, now, it's sort of probably about thirty a day come through at the most. So. 
Now, I haven't been to Warwick, but I've seen a lot of Warwick on the TV. The track, you've probably been there, Sam. Yeah, it's great. It's a great track. It's a good run home. It looks like a – it's not like some of these courses we have in Queensland, like the Kilcoys and the Gattons where you turn the corner and you're at the winning post. This one's got a decent straight, hasn't it? Yeah, it's a good good straight. And uh, when when it's rain affected, the the outsides – I always think the outside's a good spot to be. You can see where the cars go around around the outside and (laughs) compact the ground. It's – I remember, I remember the going there when back when I was working for Sky Channel and going there one day and it was a wet track and then you went to the outside. It was like a good track. It was unbelievable. So uh, the first one that got out there, away it went. But it's a it's a it got good track and and uh, it's real horse country, isn't it? Uh, in that in Warwick and those uh, surrounding areas. Yeah, it's got a, a big history, Warwick. Um, with uh, and all manner of horses, trotters as well as um, the camp drafting and and then just the general horses that they used back in the farming days. There's a really good sculpture actually as you drive into Warwick from Toowoomba side that's got um, pretty well every horse that you can imagine on it. Um, it's worth a look at actually if you're ever coming in. All righty. Now your first runner, Naomi, was back on the 9th of April 2005. Uh Okay, where's Nurama? Nurama? <laughs> yes, that place. <laughs> um, I think it's south of Kanamala, um, and I think it's one of the four tracks in Queensland where they race the opposite way, so Birdsville, Baduri, Nurama, and Tarun. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of that track. Do they still have meetings there? Yeah, they do once a year. Yep. Okay, once a year. And your first winner was at Charleville on the 18th of June, 2005, with Ottie Well. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember her. She was a legend. <laughs> she was um, a big horse that looked like she was made up out of six other horses, and she kind of moved like that too. But when she got going, she really she really got into it. Wow. Now, uh, Michael Hemmings, what, is that your husband? Yes, that's Michael Hemmings, my husband, yep. And, of course, he trains uh, Ab Roy, who is an absolute warrior of a mare, isn't she? I remember being at Doombin one day when uh, when uh, she won, but she, she bobs up, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she always tries. It's just a matter of whether things go right for her. And she has a lot of foot problems, so she's got terrible flat feet that don't grow very well. So um, that's been the reason for her early on getting scratched out of a few race meetings because... Well, you go outside, and she's got a. All of a sudden, she's got a foot abscess. Yeah. So that better with her now as she gets a bit older, and we're learning how to really handle her feet. But yeah, she just loves to work. She loves to race. Um, she doesn't love chickens. She's a bit hard on my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so nine years of age, nine years of age, and she's had 115 starts, 10 wins, 11 seconds, 13. Thirds, uh, she's just part of the furniture, isn't she? She is. She just lives here now. <laughs> she's got always in the yard. She's none of our horses are sort of locked up, so she's got uh, a stable and a stable yard, but it's never shut, and she can get out into like a house block size paddock, um, and that's just her run. That's where she lives. Now you've got a horse in your stable by the name of Barry Moore, and he's been racing really well this prep. Yes, he has. He he was bought by um, kind of my ex-stepson um, and they, him and his mate Peter also gave him 
to me and yeah I was a bit dubious because he'd been out in the paddock for 12 months but that was literally just because I think the old trainer died and they just put him out in the paddock and they brought him off I think English and sent him up here to oh, to a farm for a bit to Lawrence Richards to his father and then he went to Grant Arnold and then he came to me so um, yeah he's been really good and He's a big softie, but he certainly doesn't seem to be a softie at the end of the race there. So No, and uh, that victory at Toowoomba, I think it was the victory on the 1st of October. I remember watching that race, thinking uh, it was Wanderson de Villa that rode, and the, the plan was obviously to lead that day or that night. Well, the, it, it was off the back of the, the Gold Coast. Yep. Um, now, at the Gold Coast, that was the first time I'd spoken to Wanderson. It was the first time he rode the horse there, and I just said to him, well, what do you reckon? And he said, oh, we'll just win. So I just left it up to him, and he did. <laughs> when he came to him, he, he didn't seem to think that he'd be able to lead. He thought they were onto him and that, but as it was, he led easily, so he just went with that. So It's always, posi- it's always positive when your jockey comes out and just uh, you throw something like that at him, uh, what do you think? And then he goes, oh, it'll just win. So so you yeah. go, righto. That, uh, yeah, that puts your mind at ease, I'm sure. Well, it's best to say no more because if that's what they intend to do, well, you better not talking them out of it. <laughs> For sure. And you've got another runner, Keaton, who this horse is uh, still looking for his first win. Can he knock it over tonight? Oh, it'd be lovely because he is such a nice horse. Um, but I, I, I think it's unlikely, but it'd be really nice if he could even just run a place just so that we can keep him because he's so lovely. And he's not badly bred by Dundeal uh, out of Sunset Boulevard. Um, yeah, it's maybe just a bit of time under his belt is, is going to help him. Um, he's he's a really good doer. Maybe he's just not quite fit enough, but he certainly had some and he does some work here. But, yeah, he's just a, a really nice, sweet-natured horse that loves to get out and, and work. Um, but at this point, he hasn't managed to get to the lead properly. Would he be named after Buster Keaton, the Mayor Sunset Boulevard? You have to think so, wouldn't you? Well, what what about how how both Naomi's horses are uh, uh, Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore, and Buster Keaton? There's something in that. Going to be a movie star. Yeah, <laughs> could be. I'd like to see what you get next. It could be uh, could be a good double. This one could be a good double and uh, and at a good price. Lovely. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us on the Darling Download. Uh, really good to hear Naomi Hemmings' story, and best of luck tonight. Thank you very much. Thanks, Yuko. Naomi. There is Naomi Hemmings from Warwick, and as she said, it's really good horse country. Obviously, they they have um, uh, uh, rodeos. Well, they have like rodeos and uh, plenty of horse shows and barrel racing. Yeah, all that going on. Like we, when we spoke to Justin Stanley a few weeks ago, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, he was. Um, parked up at Warwick for the weekend because Mandy's wife was, was riding in the shows and it's uh yeah, it's a good part of the world and, and a really good racetrack. So, Would you have known that those four tracks raced the, uh, the Melbourne way? Uh, no, well, obviously I was, uh, Birdsville I was aware of. Yep. Yeah. But, um, no, I did not know that. No, I, did, I did not know that. And I wonder why they chose that. Weird, isn't it? It's, um, well, it's yeah. Queensland for you. It's <laughs> oh, spoken like a true South Australian. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, it's uh, because obviously you know over in Europe they have 
both, um, you know, in England they they race right, both ways. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. well, they go, uh, they can go both ways in in one race. You know, <laughs> that's so. true. They can. Some of those tracks they're up and down and in and out and all over the shop. So, yeah, I agree. Interesting times. Okay, well, let's get a break out of the way. We'll come back on the other side. We're going to have a chat to Cyril Small. Really looking forward to catching up with Cyril. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Chris, uh, we have Queensland Racing Royalty on the Darling Download this morning too. Uh, You are busting. Yeah, I've wanted to chat to this man for a long time on the Darling Download. Cyril Small, welcome to the Darling Download. Well, uh, thank you, Matt. Very good to be here. Now, Cyril, I what I well, our show is all about uh, Toowoomba racing, and you've got a ride uh, tonight, and we'll touch on that a bit later on. Uh, but what I guess, uh, with the utmost respect, what you're most famous for is being the pilot for Vogue, and I can tell you, Cyril, that uh, in 1990 I went to the Australian Cup meeting, and uh, Dad, my dad, had rides there, and. It's something that is so clear in my mind because would you believe, Chris Nelson, I was walking through the public area mm-hmm. front on the side of the mounting yard. Vo Rogue was coming in after winning the Australia Cup, coming down the race, just walking into the mounting yard. The crowd's going nuts. I looked down on the ground and there was a diamond bracelet yeah. in the grass. And I picked it up and I put it in my pocket and I... When I got home from the races, I gave it to my mother and my mother put it in the Herald Sun as lost and found yep. and no one claimed it. And still to this day, she has that diamond bracelet. Really? Yeah. And that was the day Bo Rogue won the Australia Cup. So uh, wow. it's uh, something that is very clear in my mind and, and I'm sure a great day for you, Cyril. Oh, it certainly was, Sam. Yeah. Fabulous what? day. One of many great days on Vaux Road. Yeah, that's it. Tell us, tell us, how did how did that come about? Uh, you know, uh, getting on Vaux Road and and your association with Vic Rail. Well, I've I've been riding um, off and on for a number of years for the the main owner of Vaux Road, Jeff Perry. Yeah, and and for Vic and his half brother, a Rody Rouge. I, I rode him for a few wins and that, and they. Then purchased Bow Road because I thought they had a good, pretty good horse, and they they thought they'd um, chase his uh, half brother, which they did, and they obtained him. But to their shock horror, when they first saw him, they thought he had been dudded. But uh, as it turned out, in the long run, they, they were on top of the world. And he must have been a terrific horse to ride. I mean, you just let him roll, and he, he would just keep on going. He just run them into the ground. Yeah, for the first few years that I rode him, uh, I was just along for the ride. But as he matured, he, uh, he, he learned to settle a lot better and had to rate him, uh, just, you know, rate the race as, as you found it. And did, did Vic, um, you know, let's say in those early days, what, like was the horse, was he a bit, uh, a bit, um, a bit hotter, a bit, a bit, bit of a rat bag himself or, you know, did you used to just have to go with him? That's why he sort of had that, that, that trait in, in his races. Well, in, in the early days, he, uh, he got a trait to not be jumping out of the gates very well. 
Yeah. An incident at a jump out at the Gold Coast when Vic rode him. One horse knocked him into the fence and he was a bit timid after that. So it took him a long while to get over that. Uh, a lot of jump outs and, and a few barrier trials. And I rode him in some of the later ones before he raced. Then I rode him his first race start. And a couple of other jockeys rode him. And then I won on him at Eagle Farm and a two-year-old maiden, a midweek maiden. Um, but he learned to jump well out of the gates. And uh, that day when he's made, he, he was just, just off the speed, running third or fourth, uh, but blew them away at the finish. But then as time went on and he got keener, uh, he just wanted to, wanted to roll to the front. So we said, well, you know, you're out of trouble if you're in front. So <laughs> True. And he likes to do that and run them off the leg. What's that old stage, Stemmy? Go forward, lead, and improve your position? Yeah, like <laughs> Jim Marconi, Jim Marconi famously used to say, uh, jump at the horse, jump at the horse, and just go fast. Then when you get to the 800, go faster, faster, and then at the 400, faster, 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 faster. He used to go, oh, yeah, rightio. And it's as easy like, as that. Most of his horses were always leading or up on speed because that's how he liked it. But what sort of what sort of trainer was was uh, Vic Rail, Cyril? Uh, a little bit unorthodox, but uh, a good conditioner of horses. But uh, you know he had a lot of slow horses as well. Yeah, couldn't couldn't get out of sight in the dark night. <laughs> but this particular horse, he was a superstar, and, and so is his half brother, Rody Rouge. And you rode him twenty two of his twenty six wins. What happened on the other four occasions? Were you suspended, or what happened there? I was. Yeah. Yes, I was suspended. That's it. Yeah. That's amazing to think. I mean, he's a horse that was at the peak of his powers. There was obviously a lot of loyalty there from the trainer and the owners towards yourself. Yeah, 98% was from the owner, Jeff Perry. Yep. Um, Vic, Vic had a couple of other jockeys knocking on his door, asking to, you know, can they give me the shift and and put them on? But uh, no, Jeff stayed very loyal, and I'm forever grateful for that. Yeah. And, and we've been... We've been good friends before and after and, and still now. And there was another owner there. I think Gary Roberts was a guy that joined in maybe later, but he was a professional punter, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't know what happened to him yeah. in the end. I remember I remember him around the traps at the times. I don't know what happened in the end. I don't know if he's still even around. Yeah, he's still around. Is he? Yeah, he's still around. Yes, he's still around. I saw him. I was in Melbourne a few weeks ago for the book launch, my wife's book. Um, we were down there and... Uh, we had uh, lunch with Jeff, uh, with uh, Gary. Yes, so uh, he's uh, still firing on all fours. <laughs> where, where he, I think he drinks at the All Nations, doesn't he? Somewhere in Richmond, I reckon he used to drink there, or as it, it was one of those pubs uh, that he he used to frequent. Gary Roberts, I think, uh, probably still does. Yeah, I, th- I think so. So shout out to. To Gary and uh, yeah, so it's it's really uh, uh, he was must have just been an absolute warrior of a horse though because time and time again he just kept coming up, didn't he, Cyril? Yes, uh, year in year out, uh, season by season, he didn't have a lot of runs in some of some of the times, but other times he was you know four or five weeks in a row, win after win after win, a few few unplaced, but. Uh, his consistency was uh, phenomenal. 
Is there a favourite Group 1 in there amongst them of yours? Yes, the 1990 uh, Australia Cup. The day that Sammy found the bracelet. <laughs> uh, yes, well, I've got a little story similar yeah. to that. Back in the, when I was apprentice and I rode a winner at uh, Eagle Farm for my old boss, Jim Marshall, the strap was walking around the parade yard and he saw a five-cent piece on the ground. It wasn't as valuable as a bracelet, but uh, <laughs> he picked it up. And uh, that horse won. It was called All Rainbows. He's back from 120s into 64. He got Whoa. there by a nose. Fair eagle. That's a decent go. <laughs> yeah, it is a decent go. <laughs> well, you don't see many of these, many of those these days. Yeah, you just don't. It's not the same these days. And speaking of not the same, Cyril, and this is a question. Sammy and I have this conversation a lot. Uh, we go back to the days of the uh, Let's Elope and Better Loosen Up and Superimpose and Vo Rogue and all these horses. We, we reckon that was just a great era of horse racing. And then the wait for age horses going around now, we don't rate against that lot. Uh, it's very hard to do that, I think. Um, you can only beat what you're racing against. Yep. Uh, and, you know, there were some fantastic horses that, that he raced against that uh, were superstars, you know, uh, better loosen up. Um, and... Um, Lee Friedman's horse, uh, superimposed. Yep. Yeah. Like um, Lee's up here now. He trains on the Gold Coast now, yeah. and uh, you know he says, "Oh, he was just a freak, Bo." Um, you know, he just wanted to try to try to steer away from him as best he could. Yeah. Now another uh, well, where I catch up with you um, uh, a lot is uh, the Warnable Carnival. You, you're uh, a frequent uh, at the at the Warnable Carnival year after year, and your two sons, Daniel and Braden, uh, are riding over the sticks, and you must be very proud of them. Yes, yeah, very proud of both of them. Um, Daniel's only just started; he's the eldest of the two, but he only just started this in the last twelve months, and uh, he's done a, a great job. He was never going to be a jockey; he was always a chubby little boy and uh, like his tucker and his drink and he's partying and uh, but he moved to Warnable for a, a period of time and sort of got the bug to uh, give it a go and uh, he's done very well with it. Now you've got and a couple. Braden, oh yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, you go on. Uh, and Braden's uh, he's had a couple of operations on his knees. He's a had a bit of injuries and that from, from a few falls that he's had, but he's uh, due to come back short, like he's back riding work now. And when the season starts up again, jump season, he'll be full on. Now, Cyril, you've got a couple of rides, uh, to, well, one today and one tonight at Toowoomba. Uh, better than booze at Kilcoy today. I backed this last start. It ran super, don't you reckon? I was very pleased with his run, yes. He's... Uh, He's a uh, little horse that I've got a bit of time for. Um, the, own, the owner's um, been very loyal to me over the years, George and Shirley Austin, and uh, now Mary Ann Brosnan trains the horse, and uh, we've had a lot of associations and successful associations over the years as well. Then so you... uh, looking forward to, looking forward to, to meet race meeting. Then you jump in the car... And uh, you headed to Toowoomba because you got a ride in the last race, and it's Reg and Kath, thirty-one start maiden. Can Reg and Kath break through, Cyril? Well, Reg and Kath is named after a trainer and his partner from years ago, Reg Mackay, and he's 
not in good health. He's in a home at the moment, and uh, uh, Lynn Payton has purchased a horse off him, and uh, I've ridden him once or twice now, I think. And he he went a little bit better, I thought, last time at Bow Desert. Mm. Um, so, but we'll give him a crack over the mile at uh, Toowoomba, and uh, fingers crossed. Cyril, well, best of luck. Thanks for joining us this morning on the Darling Download. Fascinating to hear hear about uh, Vo Rogue. And, and long may you continue. Keep kicking him around. Oh, yes, mate. While ever the sun shines, I'll be there. <laughs> Good, <laughs> Good on you, you, Cyril. Thanks, Cyril. Okay, thanks very much. There is Cyril Small. He's an absolute warrior and... Uh, and a gentleman. He is a gentleman. He is a gentleman and... Uh, yeah, I think better than booze. If you're heading to Kilcoy today, Chris, I think you should have something on better than booze. Which I might do, Sammy. Yeah, it'll jump and put itself on speed, which is a good spot to be around Kilcoy. You're not wrong there. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back on the other side, we'll have JD on the line and we'll get some tips out. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download, and it is tipping time. It's all about tipping finding time. some winners tonight and for the weekend, but basically uh, for tonight. And JD, Jonathan Davies, is on the line from Aquas, and, well, let's go to the scoreboard. Oh. Let's go to the scoreboard of last JD, week, Chris. I don't know about you, but I'm not really happy about this. Yeah, I'll, it definitely I'll t- makes two of us. I'll tell you I've only got myself to play, right? No, no, I'm not happy about one particular thing, and it doesn't, it's not anything to do with you or me. Now, I'll just go through last week. Uh, you got two, and that was Rowdash running second in the first race at Toowoomba. The other two dipped out. I got three, uh, Flying Joy running second. How I got beat, I don't know, at Toowoomba. And Rainbow Connection uh, winning, uh, running third at Kembla. Sammy got five, right? He got two for Detonator Jack winning, uh, running second at Ballarat, and he got three for Golden Boom winning at a dollar yeah. what one or something was it? Well, hey, hey, I mean, you know, it's we're gonna have like to put a, a rule I, in place. I, no odds on favourites. No, I've stopped them before. <laughs> I've stopped them before. Don't worry. Uh, he has stopped. He has, but he's never going to stop that one. Yeah, I've tried that one. We got tip nature shouldn't have got beaten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you what I did do. I sat, uh, I was sitting on the couch, parked up, ready for JD's New Zealand tip, which was on, it was race three, wasn't it? And and uh, it jumped. Come around the corner. Oh, it jumped and showed speed. And I was thinking, geez, I can, I can see this is, uh, this is going to be in the money because it traveled like an absolute superstar. But it just, uh, I think those those eight hundred meter trials, they're they're a bit of a G up, aren't they? When they they came off the bit, couldn't go any faster. Yeah, sucks me in there. Yeah, that was uh... blame the track conditions. <laughs> right, oh, let's get into this week's tips, and I am going to Woomba race three, number two, Eagle Eye for mm. Lindsay Hatch, Justin Stanley. When Justin Stanley turns up at Toowoomba, it's always a positive. And, uh, yeah, I think, Hatchy, this horse, up to the 1,000 metres, it'll jump and put itself in a spot, and it's going to be very hard to beat. So, eagle light for me. J.D. Um, I'm going Toowoomba, race five, number three, Argyle Lane. Ooh. is overdue for a change in luck. Um, has had not much luck at last two. 
Top back to a very suitable race here, and I think it should just be getting over the top of them. I'll go to Woomba race two, number four, Shouts Outback for Steph Lacey, resuming from a break. Showed a bit last prep. Why are you uh, laughing, Sammy? I, uh, no, no, I'm just, well, I'm just, la- I'm just laughing at my next tip and oh. how you're going to react, ju- jump on your back. Uh, and uh, kick, what is it? At the, is it at the trot? Kick, kick your heels up and dollar four. No, well, actually, you don't think it can win, so. Ready. I am going. Ready, ready, is it? Yep. Yeah. Gold Coast race <laughs> one, number eleven. Steady, ready, at a dollar sixty. JD, what have you got? I'm going race four, number five. Storm the fortress. Yeah. Uh, well, I was really impressed with its last win, mm. Gold Coast, and I think the thirteen fifty, a little bit further, um, should suit. Home track advantage, um, each way odds, very happy. Yeah, sat sat wide all the way and did it well, didn't it? Yeah, it was yep. good, really good win by one of our own stallions in Vader too, so hopefully he'll uh, he'll keep his unbeaten record intact. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with race eight, number two, Holyfield. I think wins again, just camps behind Emerald Kingdom. Mm. Uh, may start odds on, but at this stage, isn't. <laughs> now, nationally, I am going to Morfordville. <laughs> I am going to Morfordville. Race one, number four, Noble Magnate. Now, this at its only start jogged in, uh, and, yeah, I think it'll just win again. It's, uh, and he's, he's got a stable mate in the race. He'll probably scratch it. It'll be a field of four. It'll jump, lead, and just win. Price is it. it, it look, I'm going to say it's probably short. <laughs> JD? As I look now. I'm just checking what price. Two seventy. It's two seventy. That's okay. Wow, that's all right. That's good for me. Each way, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going Sydney race one. Sydney Rose Hill race one number eleven. Kamachi. First start of Philly by Brace Nash. Um, Brace Nash stands with us. He's only had the one runner. Um, What's called Brave Halo, who's had three starts. Three wins in the West. Smart horse. Gary Portelli. Gary Portelli always um, produces a good two-year-old about this time of year. He was he had his guard up a little bit when I spoke to him this morning, but um, I think there's some quiet confidence there, and uh, I expect her to be hard to beat. Ooh. And I'm going to go to Rose Hill, race four, number 10, Floating. The Grey, who was very impressive winning at Newcastle on Hunter Day. Floating for me, race four, number oh, 10. Violet. Yeah, didn't it? Outstanding. Any repeat <laughs> of that wins again. Righto. All right. Well, there is our tip. So have a good weekend, JD. Best of luck. Good luck. You too. Cheers, guys. See ya. There is JD from Aquas and, of course, the uh, best and largest yeah, I haven't got stallion <laughs> facility <laughs> and breeders' yes. number one choice. Choice. That's exactly. right. I'll make sure I've got that back here for next week. That is it. Now, let's have a look at our tips for Toowoomba tonight. And uh, that is the Gold Coast. So now I've got to go to Toowoomba here. and Seven races? Just the seven races. And in race number one, uh, we are, I am with, I think I've just lost this. Uh, here we go. I'm with number seven, New York Gal. You tipped her before. I know. It's, uh, I just think, look at it. It goes win, third, second, win, six, win tonight. 
It'll win. Have you tipped yeah. her any of the times that she's won? No, I don't think I have. She's tricky enough. But, she is. Uh, I'm going to go with a New York gal in the first. Race two. Number four, shouts out back. Did you tip that? Yes. Is that, yeah, that's right. Eric yes. Rope, yeah, I thought this will be improved into this preparation. Be better with the time under its belt. I agree. Race three, number two, Eagle Eye for Lindsay Hatch and Justin Stanley. Uh, I think this will be hard to beat. I tip that as well. Right. Race four. Hmm? See how we go here. Number four. It's an omen bet for me. Oh, man, Pat. Yeah, uh, definitely. Olivia Kendall on board gets in the race with no weight. It'll be improved from uh, that first day at the races. And I think, oh, man, Pat, it can be sharp enough. 800 up to the 1,000. It'll jump and put itself right there. Gee, I think it'll take catchy. Uh, i got one there. It's a six-year-old old man, Pat, having its Not that old start. at all. Yeah. Um, middle-aged Pat would have been a better... Better name. Race four, number seven. You'd mentioned that race. Quinern for Monty Sava. Sava. Oh, yeah. First three starts was beaten a cumulative margin of 40 lengths. Wow. Then joins the Kevin Kemp stable, our favourite here at the, uh, the Darling Downloads yeah. favourite trailer. Yeah. Bingo. Improves out of sight. Narrowly beaten. If it can run up to that, I think it can win. Okay. Now, race five, I'm with number one, Elusive Eagle. Uh, this horse, he was one at Warwick last time round, one at 65 at at, uh, at Warwick, up to the 70 here. It's got the top weight, drawn a good gate. Chris Taylor, uh, who won on this horse last time round. Uh, yeah, I just think it hasn't got a bad record, this horse. It's won eight races, so um, tough, hardy sort. Anything there? No, I haven't got any more. I'm out now. All that right. were my three. Then race six, number seven. No. No? No. Race six, number six, ultimate power. Yep. Multi-sava uh, for Kieran Kerwin. Uh, I think this horse is knocking on the door. It's been around the money yet to win this prep, but it can be getting the money. And then race seven, number five, mail out for Steph Lacey. Uh, this looks a good hope for Cameron Byrne. Another that is deep in the prep and yet to win this prep, but... Uh, well, it hasn't won a race, has it? But I reckon it can strike a blow and uh, get the first win on the board here. So they are our tips for Toowoomba tonight. It's been a great edition of the Darling Download. Thanks As always, to Sam. Naomi Hemmings and Cyril Small. Uh, it's great catching up with Cyril. And hope everybody has a winning weekend. Hope it's a good day for you at Kilcoy, Chris O. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the steak burger. All the best, punters.